I'm so excited that you have tuned in this week to hear the uncompromising, undeniable truths have the power to change your life for the better. It's wonderful to be in the kingdom of God and to serve a king of kings in this glorious time, perhaps in this awesome era like no other. This week we're going to deal with how to provoke God for spiritual growth in a new dawn of the day. You see, since the beginning of time, there have been hungry generations seeking to advance to new levels of spiritual growth and development. Today is no exceptional. Every child of God has access to growth and development and empowerment. You see, the Dominion pioneers before us, they were determined to reach new levels of growth and development, but they had to pursue it. It's not like our day. We think somebody's going to slap us on the head with some oil and say, now you, you have grown, you've gone to the next level. But it don't work like that. Jesus reminds us in Matthew 5th chapter, verse 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness and they shall be filled. So hunger is a requirement for being filled with a supply of divine growth. We must always pursue it diligently. You see, if a man desires an employment, he has to pursue it. A great example is the blind man who walks up to the mountain, breaking all mindsets and joy that draws him from focusing on the plan of God. Instead, he could have focused on his natural opposition. You see, that desperate pursuit changes story. Next question. How desperate are you to change your story? Would you be willing to lay down at all and pursue God in an all-out effort to capture the attention of heaven. You see, while Jesus mentioned the blind man in Luke the 8th chapter, he declined to focus on his lack of seeing. Instead, he determined to keep his eyes focused on Jesus. Even if he had the first to keep his eyes on what was in the spiritual dimension and not what was in the natural. You see, so many in our day, they, their eyes are glued to what's in the natural. Those conditions, those situations, and those circumstances. And God wants to move, but the, he can't move because they have faith in the natural. In Luke, the 8th chapter, verse 22, notice what it says. It said, now it happened on a certain day that he got into the boat with his disciples. And he said, let's cross over on the other side of the lake. And they launched out. But as they sailed, he fell to sleep. And a winter storm, windstorm came down on the lake. 
and let it fill with with water were uh, were in jeopardy. And they came to him and, and woke him up and said, Master, Master, we are perishing. And then he arose and rebuked the wind and the rage of the water, and they ceased, and they were also calm. Notice Jesus didn't look at the situation, circumstance, and condition. He operate with the authority of God. He operate with a plan of God. He operate in such a way that I'm going to provoke the power to come. Notice he didn't sit and wait on Ananias to, uh, to, to call out his name. They, they began to go and pursue Jesus. You see, those disciples took a leap of faith, faith in the midst of their fear. You see, pursuing God for what he already has given us by way of covenant. Pursuing God in such a way that I'm determined to see the life of God come. Faith is action. And we've got to put some action to what we believe and we can attain or, or perhaps we already have by covenant right. Job 22 verse 28 tells us very clearly. You will also declare a thing and it will be established to you so the light will shine on your way. So provoking means to to invoke, to plant, to stir up, to stimulate, to arouse, to invoke a reaction to to. Fire up to incite, to motivate, to kick it into action. There's some things God wants to kick in action in your life. God's words gives us strategies, and, and, and let me say it like this: strategic instructions which will put into action through faith. Faith without works is dead. Faith is meant to be put in action, not just talked about. Faith is meant to be put in action, not only getting into a dialogue about it. Remember, action requires require movement and as well as an expression of hope and expectancy. When we act on our faith, and provoke God to fulfill what he promised us. Faith promises to become tangible. In other words, we're not putting our faith projects out there and saying, I don't think it's going to come. Maybe it won't come. We're determined to hold fast to the word of God because we know he's indebted to his word. What has dominated your life? As a result of your faith is simply waiting for a specific day or moment to appear. You see, faith requires both our participation and God's divine intervention. See, throughout history, there has been dominion pioneers who provoke God to provide heavenly visitations, manifestations, and demonstrations. 
That left many in awe. Other words, they were marveled. They were like, what happened? How did that happen? You see, their attributes have paved the way for unique dominion mandates and templates to aid others on their kingdom-building endurance. See, I encourage you to be a part of God's plan for man and to decide to leave legacy marks that will outlive your days and to be recognized as one of the faith champions. See, our patriarch Abraham most likely paid a high price to serve as a generational model for others to follow and to raise up a generation of men and women and children from every walk of life to return to the dominion cycle of God that he established for humanity to live for an endless generation. God values spiritual progress. You may want to call it spiritual growth. And he wants each one of us to experience an interaction that result of growth and development in order to broaden our horizon. In other words, to have manifestation of the dominion life of God and work in our lives. There's some practical ways that you can provoke God for a new dawn of the day, spiritual growth and development. Number one, embark on a hot pursuit of a deeper walk with God and begin spending quality time in his presence. You see, if a man desire more of God, he must first give more of himself to our internal king. You see, those days of of playing microwave models of Christianity is over. You see, we don't try to fit God into our schedule. Instead, we try to fit ourselves in his schedule. And we are determined to keep our appointments. Number two. Keep an open ear to hear that still small voice. And then carry out the strategic instruction given line upon land. In other words, no more going according to the influence of Satan. Influence that is in your mind. Your mind is telling you how you can serve God. Take hold of his word, lose faith, and come to that place that you're standing strong in that place of faithfulness. Faithfulness to his God. You see, if I sow seeds of faithfulness, I'm going to inherit and harvest that reflect the faithfulness of our God. The third thing, examine your heart and make necessary adjustments. You see, David, he was a kingdom pioneer and a heart steward. So toss away those evil influences that aim to persuade one 
to disregard the soul in his or her heart. Psalms 151 verse 10 tells us, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. You see, sometimes we we have to check ourselves where we really are. You know, religion wants you to say, ain't nothing wrong with me, there's something wrong with them. And when in the meantime, you're pointing your finger at one, you got three pointing right back at you. May there be an awakening of God that still small voice to show you where your heart is. The fourth one. Recognize God's covenant plan for the righteousness. You can't get what you don't know is yours. Be a great steward of the word. And use the kingdom keys to unlock divine promises. Faith come by hearing the word and accepting it as the absolute truth for your life. The fifth one. Maintain a praise lifestyle. See, praise create heaven's atmosphere and cultivate an environment conducive to the supernatural. Faith, excuse me. Praise open the door to God's presence and allow access to his kingly promises and plans for humanity. So, divine favor, opportunities, and acquisitions are created by his divine presence. Stir up an appetite for the presence of God. Awaken that every dry bone in you that you're going to praise God. Don't leave not one part of your body not in the praise mode to a king of kings. Our eternal king. You know, Psalms 100 verse 4 and 5 tells us, Enter into his gate with thanksgiving. Enter it and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his mercy is ever is everlasting and his truth endure for all generations. That you are going to go deeper, wider in fulfilling God's plan for this season. This day, these present day, and by becoming an end time model servant of Christ who provoke heaven to come and do exploits in our day. May this day go deeper, go wider, go higher in fulfilling the plan of God. Be determined. There's nothing going to stop you. You're going to make these days in 2022 and beyond the most glorious days that you have ever experienced. Love you. God bless you. Be amazing. Have an amazing day. If these podcasts have been a blessing to you, I want you to do something. I want you to send us an email 
Also, I want to extend an invitation that you become a partner with us as we carry out carry this gospel message of the kingdom to every kinder of people. Let us hear from you. Send us an email at hisloverain at cloud.com. Love you all. God bless you. Amazing. Have an amazing